everyone. It is Devin Page from Hawk Volt. And today I am going to be a special guest on Hawkbeat just so that I can, you know, talk about some spooky things and celebrate spooky season as I do. <laughs> so today I would like to talk about the Black Dahlia murder and the theories of who I thought did it. And honestly, I don't even really know who did it. This is such a weird case that it's like, I'm just going to list off the theories and then you can kind of like do more research on your own and see what you like and like what you feel. But yeah, so this is my celebration for spooky season and let's start get into this unsolved murder. Okay, so to start off with, uh, on January 15th, 1947, a mother was walking her child in Limiert uh, Park and found the naked body of a young woman sliced in half. This was in, uh, I believe, Los Angeles, so in California. And when the woman saw her, at first she thought it was a mannequin because she was completely drained of blood, completely white. And yeah, so despite extensive cuts and mutilations, there was not a drop of blood at the scene of the crime. So the body was likely washed before being dropped off at the time of discovery. And the body had been like uh, posed in a very, very strange way. That's not, you know, not your typical way you pose a body. If I don't think anyone should do that, but anyways, <laughs> um, the body was posed with hands above the head and elbows at right angles and the legs completely spread apart. The FBI within an hour found out that it was the body of 22 year old Elizabeth short uh, the young woman was in the database of, of the for the FBI due to applying for a job in 1943 as an army camp coke, and seven months later was arrested for underage drinking. Uh, a call was made on January 21st, 1947. So this was six days after the murder, so not even a full week. And the call, the caller said that he was impressed by James Richardson's coverage of the case and told him that he would uh, turn himself in soon, but first wanted to, quote, send some of Beth Short's souvenirs in the mail, end quote. So that's creepy. Just throwing that out there. Like, that's really, really not Pog. Don't like that. <laughs> so to continue, though... On January 24th, a suspicious envelope was delivered to the Los Angeles Examiner and other Los Angeles papers with words cut and pasted from newspaper clippings stating, here is, uh, here is Dahlia's belongings letter. Uh, here is Dahlia's belongings letter to follow. That's what it said. It, so in the envelope, it had a birth certificate business cards, photographs, names written on pieces of paper, and an address book for Mark Hansen. The, later, the, the letter had been cleansed with gasoline, similarly to the way that the body had been cleaned. Uh, despite it being cleaned, there were still some prints found, but they were compromised during transit and they were unable to be used in the investigation. The same day, a handbag and a black uh, pseudo, I think it's pseudo, yeah, it was a shoe, pretty much. A shoe was found uh, and was reported to be found on top of a trash can, but was also wiped clean of fingerprints with gasoline. So pattern there, just saying. <laughs> so then after that, the police decided Mark Hansen would become one of their first suspects. 
Uh, Short had earlier declined sexual advances towards Hanson. And her Short's roommate believed that uh, it could very well likely be him because it would be a good motive to kill her, you know? So it was later, he was later ruled out as a suspect due to insufficient evidence. But including Hansen, 150, 150 other men were interviewed and suspected for the murder. That is so many people. You know, like that's insane. That is, and that's just like the general basis of the case. You, you can find so much more about this case. And I want you to, uh, if you're interested in it, please go do more research on it because this case is extremely interesting. It's sad. And looking at the pictures of Elizabeth Short's body is like heartbreaking, but it's super interesting. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say that because that's just the general story because now I'm going to start getting into the theories. This is a quick one. I don't want to keep you guys for too long. I want it to be quick and sweet, you know? <laughs> So here are some of the theories of the crime. So several crime authors had actually linked Short's murder with the Cleveland torso murders that happened between 1934 and 1938, which is another like set of murders that I find very, very interesting. You should also do research more on those. But um, the LAPD dis uh, discounted a relationship between the two killings. But later, new evidence arose and Detective St. John suspected Jack Anderson Wilson, but he was going to be arrested because uh, Detective St. John was certain that it was him, but he died a couple weeks later. Or Wilson died a couple weeks later, to be more specific. So, love that coincidence. I think, um, yeah, he just he passed away like two weeks after. To continue... Steve Hodel was imp uh, implicated, has implicated his father, George Hodel, for the murder. Now, just so you guys know, this is probably one of the most popular theories of this case is that it was George Hodel who committed the murder. Um, he was in training as a, he had been trained for as a surgeon. So he had the uh, training that detectives believed was needed to completely slice a woman in half drain the blood, completely clean it of fingerprints, etc. Investigators had uh, wiretaped the Hodel house and caught uh, George Hodel saying, quote, supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead. So, uh, kind of sussy baka. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Janice, uh, the, sorry, to continue, this is another theory. Janice Knowlton claimed that when she was 10, she witnessed her father, George Knowlton, beat Short to death with a claw hammer. She published a book uh, called Daddy Was the Black Dahlia Killer, and her stepsister, Jolie, uh, Julianne Emerson, called the book, quote, trash because she, quote, believed it, but it uh, that she, meaning, um, uh, meaning Janice, she believed it, but it wasn't reality. I know because I lived with her father for 16 years. So that's another theory. Keeping it out there, just throwing you all the theories. Then finally, the last theory that I have for you guys today is in 2017 book, Black Dahlia, Red Rose by Pugh Etwell. Fo he focuses on uh, Leslie Dillian, 
Dillian was a bellhop who was a former mortician's assistant. He had associates Mark Hansen and Jeff Connors and Sergeant Finnis Brown. Sergeant Finnis Brown was actually allegedly a corrupt cop who had connections with Mark Hansen, who, as I uh, stated, or I don't think I stated this actually, but Mark Hansen, it's the same one who was one of the first suspects of the case. Uh, Etwell, the author, suggests that Short was murdered because she knew too much of the three men's schemes of robbing hotels. So these are all probable theories that I have seen. There are probably many, 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 many more. I really, really, really encourage you to do more research and to find out more and to just figure out more about this this case because it's extremely interesting. It's extremely weird. And just everything that has happened with it is just interesting. It's a gruesome one. So if you cannot handle like gore or looking at, or just avoid looking at photos of uh, Elizabeth short in general, but it's a very, very interesting case. And I honestly, personally, if you ask me, I think George Hodel hit did it. It's just there's a lot of other evidence that if you look up um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, I know BuzzFeed, excuse me. If you look up BuzzFeed Unsolved, they have two different videos on this case and they go into depth about why I be- why I think it's very likely George Dell did it. I didn't want to go do it too in depth because I wanted to keep this short and sweet, but I hope that you guys enjoyed. I hope that you guys do more research. Have a wonderful spooky season because we all deserve it. It has been one hell of a year, so we deserve a great Halloween. Have a great day. It's Devin logging out.